Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And infinite mastery means we are becoming the master of self. My guest today is here as a light code activator with a very powerful session for us today to assist us in stepping into our Godhood. Dr. Edvige Bing is here with us. She is a light code activator who has gone through physical ascension. She will share with us this beautiful story and this process as she brings more of her light body online. And in fact, she has merged with her monad, her I am presence, and embodies the cosmic mother. Dr. Edvige, welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much for being here. It is a joy to be here. Thank you, Loren. Indeed. Indeed. Happy solar return. We are in the window of your birthday, and we all extend a warm hug to help you celebrate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In fact, it is interesting how it all works out. This will be my 5-6 birthday, which is 1-1, right? 11. Mm -hmm. And we're in a 1-1 year. So it's so auspicious how this (laughs) happened. Um, Last year was a 1 birthday. The year before was the completion, the 9. And it really speaks to the sacred geometry of all of this. It's all so much a part of this awakening and ascension. Nothing is by accident, and everything, including our birthday, (laughs) is by divine design. Yes, it is. Okay, well, happy birthday and birthday greetings to all who share a birthday this month and this time period as well. Well, Edvige, since we last spoke, you have your journey of personal ascension to share with us. We love these stories because you indeed are a way shower. You now embody the cosmic mother that is so precious. And 
when we say this, this is what you're talking about where we start to bring our light body online, we merge with our soul. It's a complete process. So yes, share with us your story. My goodness, it be well, something your real awakening started in 2012, but just recently uh in November of 2016, there was another catalytic moment. Yes, indeed. You know, this process, I tell you, is it's sometimes it can be overwhelming, and sometimes you just want all sorts of confirmations that, you know, you're not crazy, right? You truly yeah. are awakening, that you're truly on this journey, this process, and it is unfolding as you see it unfolding. And so regardless of where you are, what stage you're at, we all look for those confirmations and i'm certainly in that arena and so i found myself i do sacred work on the land at times and i i was with two other ladies that we do this work together and we happened to be going to um sedona in november of 2016 and let me backtrack this because when something is happening you know i'm often visited by beings and just the <laughs> The production of everything is so remarkable how I'm visited, and, and I have been since I was a little girl. So a few weeks prior to going to Sedona, I remember that this energy came in as soon as I lay down to go to bed and kissed me on the cheek. And all of a sudden, I was moved to this beautiful place that was very crystal in energy and I could see the being and they were the tall angels the octorans and the next thing I knew I was standing up in this crystal like place and they were working on my body then I lay down and literally they were placing their hands on me infusing with more frequency and energy and it was something to behold. When they were done, I then was in a pool of water where it seemed like it crystallized everything, right? Because water mm -hmm. is crystal. And mm -hmm. then I was standing and they put like a sheath, if you could just imagine a close-fitting straight dress. And they put a sheath over my body, sort of like holding it in, I guess. And then I was back in bed. And I'm thinking, well, that was just something, wasn't it? So then, um, two, three weeks later, I'm in Sedona with these other two ladies. And we arrive at our condo. It has a garage, and we park. Um, we don't notice anything in particular, you know, just a place that we found and, and rented for our week there. So the next morning, I get up um, bright and early, go run out to put some things in the vehicle and the garage door is open and I know very well that we closed it and locked it the previous night when we arrived so I ran back in and I told the other two ladies and I said did either one of you already put something in the car or open the garage and you know and they're like no so one of them said Advish let's grab our telephones and go look for signs I we you know we're always looking for signs because they're everywhere so we're like okay well mm -hmm. not knowing <laughs> 
what we would find. So tell you know, my heart was racing just a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, is it an ET? What's going on? Who's coming to visit? You know, all these things racing through your mind. And then you calm down and you go and we walk into the garage and oh my goodness, we looked down on the floor of a garage that none of us had ever been to. And there is a picture, if you could just imagine, um, like a gray and white or black and white etchings, right? Because this is a concrete floor. So if you know tire marks or oil um, is dark, you'll see a picture. And I say the word picture because I actually took, oh, my God, uh, a picture of Yeshua. And he's in a long robe. You could feel the energy. His hands were in a prayer position. He, His head was covered because it was a robe that had a hood. And you could see the outline of his beard, short, curly beard, clear as day. Then there was mm-hmm. another picture. The second picture was of a peacock. And the peacock had an egg at its neck. And the third picture was of me. And it was my profile. In fact, I printed the picture, and it's sitting here in my office. I'm looking at it as we're speaking. And you can see my ponytail. (laughs) You see my little ear. Uh, It's my profile, my little chin. And there are deities Mm -hmm. all around me. In fact, one of the ladies said, oh, my gosh, Advish, that's you. And she said, stand with your profile. I want to take a picture of your profile to compare. That's how crazy that was um, and what's so interesting is prior to going there I was reading a book on Sedona and I came across um, a paragraph in there where this person was talking about he was somewhere in the Andy Mountains doing a meditation and in the meditation uh, he saw the flower of life and through the flower of life or, and then he kept seeing peacock feathers. And he asked for the inner standing of what all of this, the flower of life and the peacock feathers all meant since it was all together. And he was given that the divine feminine or the, the, the feminine energy of or the outbreath through creation is like the vesica Pisces or a peacock feather, the eye. And that's a part of the creation energy. So that's the significance of the peacock and and the egg, of course, the egg of life. And so that being on the floor showed that this cosmic mother energy that had already been in me gave me the confirmation through showing me the peacock saying that, yes, it is the I, right? Um, it's the feminine aspect of this creation energy. So it was phenomenal. And from that, oh my, that was the way we began that trip. And we went out on the land and um, I was guided to go to this particular area. And, you know, there's so many beautiful areas there. And one in particular, the blue kachina came to me. Oh, and just connected. And different things happened while I was there on the land that were just most profound and beautiful and extremely emotional. At one point, I could feel all of the sadness for Mother Earth and what she was feeling for the people. And it was just like I cried out. It was just so intense. Um, 
but absolutely beautiful. So that was that trip, and that was that last confirmation. At that point, when I got back home, I said, okay, I don't need any more confirmations. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. And so, you know, what was that like for you then physically, the integration of that? Every, and I'll say every aspect of it, because we continue. And, you know, for those who don't remember, I've shared the story before in your show. This started for me as a little child being visited. Then that car accident in 04 when I went into the light and the voice said, you were here to be the light. And then that mm-hmm. began the process of this awakening, right? Your chaos into harmony moment. Mm-hmm. And I started getting all the visitations where they would touch me and bring me off planet and I'd wake up with a beautiful angel kissing me and teaching me and just all these things happening and slowly by surely, you know, layers being peeled, calibrations and and all this. And the earlier stages of the light body, the blue light body, the violet light body, which are all about transmuting your things. So then it was September of 2012 when the white one moved in, and that was like a 10 to 12-hour experience. That was extremely intense, only for me because at that time all the templates turned on for the star seeds. As the cosmic mother, you hold the templates. And so the templates turned on, and that was extremely difficult. Um, I stayed home for about a month. And when I finally, my husband's like, let's go out. And we did. um, A milky tunnel formed around me. And I said to him, do you see that? And he's like, see what? I says, I'm standing in a tunnel. Um, Clear as day. I can see it. My eyes are open. I'm standing here. Can't you see it? I can see it. And he says, oh, I guess you came out too soon. I'm like, yes, dear, let's go home. So we came home. So um, it's quite the process. And at every stage, um, it's I can energetically feel it, physically feel it, because your mastery of the physical body is the first initiation of ascension. And so one must really... Um, m- work through all of the things of your physical body, whether it be changing your diet, uh, drinking lots of water, clearing your body, healing your body. It's a process. And so you have to go through that because, and you see, that's a part of the accident even because at that point I became a vegetarian. I started drinking alkaline water. I really got into supplements and all of that to heal the body, right? So that was the way of getting me to master the physical. And so going through these stages, Something major again happened in 2015, um, and then something major again, the culmination of all of this uh, in 2016 when I finally had the complete merger of soul and my monad, my I am in with my light body in this physical. That happened in 2016. Uh, and when that happened, Wow, that was at a, on a spring equinox, and when that happened, that was extremely, extremely intense because that's when I stood up and the mother was in. And for the first time, and she was escorted by a council of 12, her council, and there were nine people with me who could all see this happening. So it was remarkable for all of them to be witnessing it. And when I stood up... 
I spoke the light language and she was in and she was crying for the sadness of the planet and mm. humanity. It was just humbling to say the least. And at that point, it was, well, how many weeks from the spring equinox to my birthday, which is tomorrow, right, April 13th. And so I could feel me being lifted up, and it was really interesting to be in the physical and so expanded. I had to clear my calendar. I couldn't work on clients. I couldn't do anything but rest every day. I felt like mm -hmm. I was wobbling. I felt like I was in a balloon and that there was just this wobble. And when I tried to speak, it felt like I was talking in slow motion because I was so far expanded and out and in higher frequencies. I felt like I was in slow motion here. And so it was quite the challenge. And exactly those 21 days uh, to my birthday, was when I hit the top and it was like I was going up in an elevator and I could feel when the door opened and I hit the top and it was 9.30 at night and I said to my husband, oh my gosh, okay, I just got there. I have to go lay down. Um, and the pulsing and the vibration were more than I could possibly describe. Um, so I go lay down and he comes running in. Are you all right? And I'm like, dear, I love you. You have to leave. You can't be in the room. <laughs> mm. And he closed the door, and I felt like my entire body dismantled. And then I was completely out and went into the void. And when I came back in the following morning, I had completely anchored back into me. It was like you're being pulled apart. You go up, up, up. You're pulled apart. And then they work and bring you back together. That's what it was like. Um, so it's been quite interesting. And and that got me through the ascension process. And there's so much more on the other side of it because you have the rainbow body. You have the diamond body. You start to then deal with plasma energy, which is even higher frequency than the electromagnetic energy. You have... Um, Oh, my gosh, there's just so much to deal with as you move from carbon to crystalline. And then once you have the ascension in your crystalline, then you're moving from crystalline to these diamond energies. And so it is quite a process. And day by day, we just move through it, right? The key, be in your hearts. Yes, absolutely. The key to be in our heart. That is a beautiful story of surrender, really, um, surrendering the ego, that is another element here. I love how you took the time out that you needed. Some of us, I would say, are not even aware that this is going on. We do have reports of people feeling dizzy. Um, so what's that about, too, right? Um, that's an interesting thing, even lying down and being dizzy. Oh, absolutely. So, again understanding that you're going to move from carbon to crystalline, right, to crystalline, mm -hmm. understanding that your body, there's so much going on within this body. So you're, you're purging. You are turning mm -hmm. on chakras that haven't been turned on in a very long time. And when I'm speaking to chakras, I'm speaking to over 120, right, because we have the major and we have minor chakras. So all these 
spin points are turning on within you. Well, if you're talking about spin Uh points, certainly sounding dizzy makes sense. And think about it. You have so many around your head, right? You have one from lobe to lobe or temple to temple. You have one. You have, of course, you know, the ones everyone knows, your third eye, your crown. But then you have the causal at the back of your head out in the auric field. Then at the base of your neck, the zeal point. Then So there's so many just around your head. And also your head has to expand as your pineal turns on and begins to grow. So your skull, for those who have headaches, your skull is adjusting and it has to expand to make room for all that's going on. So there's just lots of things happening. And your bone structure also is very crystalline, right? So you might get aches and pains. Well, that's the bone structure expanding as your carbon-based body is turning to crystalline. If your bones are crystalline, it's going to feel it. And again, why we really have to master these initiations and the first being mastery of the physical so begin to pay attention to how your body is feeling and if your body is not feeling well ask it what can i do to support you it will let you know do you need to drink more water do you need to get a little more chlorella in your system or msm or b vitamins or whatever it is that it's needing or magnesium is a big one because you are becoming electrical and that's a charge just like a battery and if you're not giving that body that battery what it needs it's going to not be able to charge or hold the charge and so if we can really begin to think of ourselves as a battery because it's extremely electrical in fact as I sit here my fingers are pulsing and sending out little um, bits of energy right now so if you don't understand that and you're not giving it what it needs to support it then you're going to drain the battery and you're going to create dis-ease right so you have to charge your battery Lots of water, lots of magnesium, lots of good healthy vitamins, lots of living foods, and you'll even find yourself going through stages. I know, I think it was 2006, somewhere around there, um, 2008, you know, back then I was a lacto-vegetarian, where I still had chicken, um, and then I stopped that. I had already given up pork, gosh, uh, I can't even remember how long it's been, somewhere in 2000. So it's been at least 18 years since I had pork, um, at least 15 years since I had uh, beef. So I was still eating chicken and fish. And 2008, I was guided no more meat. And so you will go through these stages even of no pork, then all of a sudden no beef, then all of a sudden you might stop eating chicken, and then all of a sudden you might stop eating eggs, and all of a sudden you might start eating, stop eating, you know, fish even. So it's to just pay attention to your body so that if you are having a little dis-ease within your body, you need to ask it, what can I do to support you? And it might be drinking more water, no more chicken, no more eggs, whatever, because this process of where most people are becoming crystalline, you have to charge the battery, and it needs things that are alive to sustain it. So that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've even heard, I love how you mentioned, you know, chlorella or even chlorophyll, the green living foods. Um yeah. As we become electrical, we do need 
more oxygen as well. And those living foods bring that in. Well, um, it's just fascinating to hear the story. And so, um, you know, we can be gentle on ourselves. Remember to ask uh, our bodies what we can do to support it and then trust what we get. Okay. Well, it's quite fascinating, your own personal story. Um, Talk a little bit about, um, you know, some might say, okay, that's a big one to think that we could merge with the Cosmic Mother. But that is just another aspect of you. It's an all of us actually. And so this is the ascension. And that process leads to soul merger, the monad, uh, and higher dimensional energies on top of that. We're going to have you expand us into more light so that we can experience that. But before we get there, can you talk a little bit about that process just quickly? Because I know it, it goes deep. The ascension. Yes. Okay. So ascension. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, ascension is bringing all of these higher aspects of yourself. And and that's what people really have to begin to understand. You are a multidimensional being. For us who are the star seeds and star seeds, you know who you are, all right? That word is not foreign or new to you. You are a star seed. Those on this call listening, you're star seeds. So your origins are from other worlds. So think about that for a moment. So you've had these incarnations on planet, off planet, as a Palladian, as a Syrian, as an Octoran. You're this beautiful warrior angel, or you're from prince. You know, if you're from principalities, or if you are. Um, so you have to think about all of that. Now, does that mean you're just here and you're here and this is it, or does that mean as you move through this process, all that you have been? now comes together. Of course, it has to come together. So you, at all of these levels of your existence, back to your pure, that first aspect from source, that's your Godhead. All of this wants to reconnect with you. So you go through this process, and there are these initiations. And the first, again, is the mastery of the physical. And so you're getting this inkling, there's something more I'm supposed to be doing, and I don't know what it is. That's your light body beginning to communicate with you, that it's time for you to awaken. It's time for you to get on your path, to do your work so that you will ascend in this lifetime. And for many, that's the first sign. There's something I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what it is. And you'll say that over and over again. Um, and, and that's the beginning part of that process. And so you work on this and you're moving through these stages and states of consciousness and you're peeling away these layers and you're mastering this physicality and so more of you is turning on right you're transmuting 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 making space for new codes and keys and frequencies to come in to raise your vibration to raise your frequency then you move to the next initiation and again don't think these things are linear because they don't have to be right we need to get rid of this 3d idea of everything is in order or linear or this that's just really a part of an old matrix but the next step if you will would be a mastery of the emotional body your emotional body carries so much all of your trauma and dramas lifetime after lifetime the frequency how you how your 
essence finds you to come into this body is through that emotional body. So we have to heal our emotions. All of those unexpressed un or repressed emotions have to be dealt with. Even, say, for an example, you were a, a little boy in a lifetime and you hit your knee and your mom or dad said, little boys don't cry, and so you sucked it in. That's an unexpressed emotion. So we have to be able to clear our emotional body and, and get it back into harmony. And as we move through that, we are again are making more space and more light because each of these stages is allowing more light to come in. So this is really about your light quotient, right? In the beginning, you're probably around 30% light. By the time you get that light body, the white light body, you're right around 80% light. And by the time you're ready for the merger of your monad, you're about 90, 92% light. That's the process. So you're clearing, 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 getting codes, keys, raising your vibration, raising your frequency, becoming more light. So then you go through the mental body, and now you're working on your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Your mental body is there to get your attention. You know, hey, your mental body might say, Edvige, why are you doing this crazy thing today? You know you failed at it a million times, and you're to say, well, thank you. You know, you're absolutely right, but that's the old me, and thank you for bringing that to my attention because now the new me says I can do it better and I can do it this way. So do you see? It can serve you, but we let our thoughts run wild. We don't learn how to be the master of our thoughts, and we think it runs us. No, it's an aspect of you, just like your hand is an aspect of you. However, your hand is not the whole of you. So the mental thoughts, that's not the whole of you. And that's what we have to understand. You have super consciousness and on all of these beautiful higher parts of you mentally. So we move through those three stages. And then we get to the fourth initiation. And everyone knows about the fourth. It's called the darkest night of the soul. So it's the point where, you know, you've gone through about six stages of consciousness. And now it's time for you to surrender. You've taken classes. You've taken courses. You've gone to this person to do clearings on you. And all sorts of things have transpired in this time for you to really find yourself. Now it's time to get still and to let it all go and to release, 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 release. Releasing ego, bringing all of these parts into harmony and balance. Everything, if you will, all of this lifetimes have been to bring us back into harmony. That's it. Every universal law works in alignment with the law of harmony. So that's what it's been. So as you let go, you're coming back into balance. You're coming into harmony. Now, that's that beautiful surrender. I am that which I am, and I completely surrender to the divine aspects of myself. I invite, I allow, and I anchor the highest aspect of me to be the divine director of all that I think, say, and do. I invite, I allow, and I anchor the highest aspect of myself into my thoughts, my meditations, my contemplations, 
into my being this day. You see, and you begin to merge more and more and more with that part because every day now you begin to surrender to you, your higher self, your I am. And the more you do that in that surrender, the more gracefully you can move through this process. And so it's just a wonderful affirmation or prayer I call to the highest reaches of my own divine essence in love, in surrender, in gratitude. And I invite, I allow, and I anchor my own divine essence into my daily life and activities through this body now. I invite, I allow, and I anchor my own divine essence into my thoughts, my words, my deeds, my meditations, my creations, my choices through this body now. I delight at our merging. Do you see? You're calling for your merging. And I am so filled with love, appreciation, and gratitude. And so it is. And so as you do that, now it's time for these mergers to begin to happen. So in the fifth initiation, you have the mergers. So you have soul coming in. Your light body will probably, the white one, will come in towards the end of the fifth one. And in the sixth one, you have more of this merging. If your kundalini hasn't turned on already, it will have turned on by now. If your merkaba hasn't activated, it will have activated by then. And so at this point, at the end of the sixth initiation, you're right around 92% light. And then the rest of the time, the next initiation is really now, how am I here to be of service? I've had my I am move in. My I am now, what is it that we are doing? Because you're running the show now, you see. And here I am. And then you just raise up in more vibration and higher frequencies and become more light. And like I said, um, my hands are pulsing and vibrating. That's all I do. I'm just this electrical current of energy, constantly transmitting energies out. And that's what this process is all about. Just feeling into that is so exquisite and wonderful. Edvige, it is so beautiful. I really thank you for sharing that whole process by initiations. It is, um, it, it is just a beautiful roadmap of the entire really process. Mm-hmm. Well, and honestly, it's so organic because everyone listening you, everyone is somewhere on that path. They're on the journey. They're in one of those initiations. They just mm-hmm. didn't name it, right? But yeah. we have those who are dealing with physical stuff. Well, why? Now you know. And now that you know, doesn't it make it easier for you to think, you know what? I'm actually on the path of ascension. I get it. Let me not beat myself up or think that I'm yeah. not doing something right. Yes, you are. That's what's so wonderful. Or those who, what's wrong? Why am I so emotional? Ha, it's teaching Mm -hmm. you, right? It's like you have to become the master. So you may become over-emotional to bring yourself back into what? Harmony and balance, you see. Wow. 
don't we have to merge the divine masculine and the divine feminine, the right and the left sides of the brain? All of these things are happening. So, yes, you know, and the masculine energy that is overstimulated is kind of callous, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the feminine energy that is overstimulated, if you will, cries all the time and is over-emotional. So <laughs> we can see, right? So we can see that the two have not merged. That's what it's telling you. So that's where the work is, to work on yourself, to bring the two halves of you together so that you become the detached observer and you see with love and compassion, but you're the detached observer of it. It's not yours, so you don't take it on as an empath who really is, again, learning how to become back into harmony and balance. I can help to clear your things, but I don't have to take it on in order to do that. Mm. Well, it really does it does illustrate how the outside world can be that catalyst for us. For example, I know many people were touched by I got I felt myself getting very emotional, over emotional. I mean, I told it to my chiropractor and we got down to the nitty gritty, but it was Yes, getting over it and and remembering the mastery of ourselves with it, right? And so there's things that go out, um, whether it's politics or the environment or um, things that do make us emotional or sad, you know, feeling sorry for Gaia, the earth. But again, that's part of the process. Get over it. And so deal with those repressed emotions, not just like shove them or repress them again, but to really go into those emotions and those thoughts in each of those areas, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it's so very interesting, and there's so much that I want to share here. So hear this. Your positive thoughts will lead you to a positive emotion. It's going to lead you to a positive result. Your negative thoughts are going to lead to a negative emotion and lead you to a negative result. So you really, as you are mastering your emotional body, right? You have to start to tap in and pay attention to it. So you stop throughout the day and see where you are because if you're having a positive thought, wonderful, but if you're not, why not? What's causing that? And you really have to begin to examine yourself and look and see. And then is this your stuff that needs to be clearing and it's coming up or are you just tapping into other things that You know, you're looking at it from your small perspective instead of seeing the expanse of it because that's a lot of what happens too. You know, we see with shutters instead of seeing the whole picture. We never really look at the whole picture. And if you could move yourself back or out and look down at your projection, then you'd see more of the whole picture. And you're like, ah, that makes sense now. I get it. So we need to really start to look at that. And then change what that thought that you're having that's creating that negative emotion, clear it, come up with a new, better feeling thought, and then continue your day. So that's another part of the process, getting off of this autopilot and really beginning to pay attention to your thoughts and where they lead you, where you allow them to take you. So as you're in this world and you're observing all the things that we think are broken, Nothing is broken. And, yeah, we can certainly sit here and have the next two hours and talk about politics and talk about global warming that doesn't exist and all of these other things, and we can talk about the grays and we can talk about the reptilian energies that have run this planet for a very long time. We can talk about all of those things. But 
let's talk about the divine prime creator who is mm-hmm. over all things. Yes. And if you don't think that prime creator knows what's going on right now and has a master plan, then you're not awakening. Because the prime creator has a master plan. And even though the dark might think it has an upper hand and it's going to do this and it's going to do chemtrails, guess what? You learn how to protect your thyroid. You learn how to do things so that this stuff does not impact you. And we know that a shift is occurring. And when the shift happens, what you're doing is building your armor. You're building your armor, and you're to be detached from the stuff that you think is broken and not working, and it's just to distract you. And, you know, your lack and limitation is feeding them. So you've got to change your mindset so that you stop feeding the dark. If you continue to look at the news in a negative way, then you are adding into it, and you are then helping it to manifest because you have to understand We are the sum of our thoughts. So if all of us on the call are saying, you know what, I'm a warrior of love and I'm going to step into my heart and I'm going to be here and I'm going to transmit frequencies out to everyone on this planet unconditionally. I don't care what the news is saying. I'm sending love. I'm sending that love down into Mother Earth. Mother Earth, expand and grow and feel me. Feel my love and connection to you. And that is what's going to help the change but if you see what's broken and you focus on what's broken you are then feeding what's broken and if you are feeding what's broken then you are helping it to continue to manifest if you want to change it then you need to we need to come together consciously and pray and meditate on what do you want to see in the world? Do you want to see, you know, I love watching shows on television, and yes, I watch TV, but I like to watch building off the grid type shows. And I think that's the coolest yes. thing. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I can imagine communities of us building off the grid and living a sustainable life and honoring Mother Earth. So you see where we need to be putting our focus instead of what we yes. think is broken. How do you resolve it? How do you become the change that you want to see? And that's where we are, folks. We have moved far enough along on this bridge that we can start to create and be the change that we want instead of holding on to these old patriarchal energies. And anyone who is still in lack and limitation is holding on to patriarchal energies. If you're not getting enough prosperity, then you need to cancel the vows of poverty that you made. And then know that you've canceled that vow of poverty and step into you as a prosperous being and see it. If you're still in those lower energies, it's because you have something karmically that you've not dealt with. Clear it. Remove those implants, those imprints, those vows, those contracts of lack and limitation that you've made. Don't allow the negatives to pull and suck your energy from your solar plexus anymore. Demand and pull it back and cancel and clear those old contracts. It is within your ability and your power to do these things now. So now that you do that, what are you going to do? Now you're going to stand in the light and be the light and support it and speak your truth. That's what you do. And, okay? Yes. I mean, feel that. That is so empowering. Really, it is beautiful. And I love it. it. It it really is how we are sovereign to master our 
life, to master ourselves. This is what we talk about in the mastery of self. It's beautiful. And you assist people in standing in the light, in increasing their light quotient, and actually activating light codes. So at VEG, oh, before we get there, I do want to say that there is a six-hour online healing retreat with you. It's coming up again to be rebroadcast April 21st, 2021 and 22. And it goes into six hours of what you just shared. It is quite beautiful. And I want to point our listeners to that. But you also do light calibration sessions. So let's, before we take a few callers, let's do something for the group. Beautiful. We can do that. (laughs) I love, in fact, I'm already, you know, I never turn off these days, so it just amps (laughs) up. And I'm like, okay, we're ready. I got it. Um, You know, it's so very interesting, again, on this side, to be quite honest. You are truly of service, and there isn't a moment when you're not of service. It's a humbling thing, to say Mm -hmm. the least, but a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. So, yeah, those six hours, um, that online retreat, we're just amazing, and we go into so much information and detail. So I really hope that everyone will participate in that. And the I believe we're offering sessions on this call, and it's absolutely beautiful because you have that one-on-one time where I can really tap into your energy and find where you're holding something. It might be from childhood. It could be off planet it could be a previous Mm -hmm. lifetime it doesn't matter but where is your resistance coming from and then really working on your chakras you see because your stuff is locked into those chakras and it has to be cleared so you might have a heart wall well that's going to definitely lock down your heart chakra right and all of these chakras have to be turned on The importance of your chakras being on is because they work with the endocrine system that works with the hypothiamus, so it works with all of these glands that work with your DNA. So to have your DNA turn on, your chakras actually have to be open, clear, and balanced. Do you see the importance? So Mm -hmm. all of them go hand in hand, okay? Yes. Okay, so beautiful. All right, well, our group session then. Um, it'll be beautiful Ready? to experience this. Yes, let's go. Okay, all right. So everyone, close your eyes and just relax for a moment. Take a nice, long breath in. And out. Letting go of worries. Letting go of all the external chaos and thoughts. And give yourself permission to be here in this ever-present moment of now. Take another breath in. And out. And one more breath in.
And I'm going to ask a collective, do I have permission to work on you? There we go. That's a yes. So as I do this work, I will be in light language. So not to be fearful. All is well. It doesn't hurt. (laughs) So I want everyone to just see yourselves at your crown chakra. And just allow yourself to move in to the inside of your head. Just seeing all the nooks and crannies of your brain. And just feel how confining that space is. And just be there for a moment. And we're just clearing a little resistance. Just allow... Now allow yourself to move down behind your eyes. And if you can, you can look and see how your eyelids are closed. Understanding that you are consciousness and your body is your body. They are two separate things. And now move down lower. Let's move into your mouth. And from this inside perspective, you can see your teeth and your tongue. Ah, now move to the back of your throat and just feel how much more space there is. Now keep going lower, down your throat, down your esophagus. And we're going to move lower and lower. And as you do, you start to get a sense of your heart, your heartbeat as it calls to you. You can feel the beat of it. Some might even hear a particular frequency or tone. (gasps) Ah, And now, you're all the way at the bottom of your heart and you're facing the back of it. And there you see this tiny opening. That opening is a vortex. So just allow that vortex to pull you in and down now. (gasps) Become one with your heartbeat. Feel all the love that Creator has for you. Allow that love to come in like beautiful rays of sunshine. I am a kushke and not I am a kutuni ha. I am nashapero, ekin and nushkay and nasa, matopikitich kata, mikotopikati and nichkatai and matodo, and ni and nachkatai and matopikitikati and nikutuchkata, kasapakuchikiti and ni and nichkatai and the kutopikataka to kitikitiasa, makotopikitikitach, kutoropikata, matopikatachkatai and the rupee and nana. And feel all the love that you have for Creator. Send your love up in a beautiful ray. There. And watch how these rays spiral together. Becoming one. As you are a divine extension of the whole. You are perfect, whole, and complete. 
Now, all of those things that you are ready to release, that you are ready to let go of, to surrender, we bring them into this beautiful space to be cleared and free. Those injustices placed upon you in any lifetime that are ready to be cleared, do so. Those injustices that you placed upon another, <gasps> oh, that are ready to be released, feel that. Kaya <gasps> Allow your hearts to expand. Those who are ready to receive codes. Shine, <laughs> 
niya sa bakutopi ka chukata mahunuan niya ta chukata bagadeno niya ta chukata bakutopi ginia chukata makupikitin niya chukata norekasira siya sa makutoni naharushkata makutopi kata shkototi kata makutomi amahar asa kutui nihar chukata no chukata maku unuan ni ama unuan ni ani negaya noy nihai akushi nihai mahora sayana apakotoya nahi atsakiyan niya niya no chukata dia dia sa makutua makutoki tiga dun ni gato chukata norusa Gaya mokoi ne haya no hochikaya mokotoi ne haya mokushkai meke kuki shikai na kuka ma mado ete kachukati katukiti adu echikadi atumi atachikate ayanushama bringing up that lower body up into the higher body and bringing you into harmony bringing you into balance seshe nuruasa Kamu po toto nini ai nara she nutu ni anasa. Ma pae toto nike te te to shama toya naya naya noya naya noya naya noya naya naya no shane no kiri itiasa. Bring in that violet flame and that emerald ray to clear, to balance, and to move into harmony. Ma poto pete a mupata ma tukutota na chedi atuchikata ma kotomi acha na cha na cha ma kotoni di atama chukutono achikata abatopi kete ma topi kata ma tukate ya niati atama kotobi achanaru usasa eke te 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 sayanoru achamadu ne amaharu usa. Aya she norua te nini ha asa e norusa ka e norusa e che noru ni ama atu e nishka ke ke noru ama ha pe potonus ka e nashka e naroshka e se nuchkoto. Ah, and breathe. Feel the expanse of all that you are. Now I'm going to go down below your feet to your earth star chakra. I'm going to turn that chakra on, sending a beautiful golden white cord from your feet all the way down to Mother Earth, connecting you into the beautiful divine Mother Gaia Sophia. <gasps> And she's going to send up crystalline energies. Ah, those crystalline energies are going to move into that cord, balancing your earth star, your roots, your sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. And that beautiful energy extends all the way out into the cosmos. Feel yourselves expanding, becoming weightless, formless, and yet connected to all that is. Ah, and now allow that beautiful divine energy from source, from prime creator, to move down through your I am, your higher self, your soul, your soul star chakra, and a beautiful pillar of light 
down through your crown, down your core. <gasps> ah, moving down, back down through that cord, through your feet, down to Mother Earth. <gasps> ah, and feel it come back up. And that pillar of light moves in through your core, resting at your heart. And breathe. Now in that space of your heart, move into gratitude and love and compassion for source, for yourself, for everyone. Move back into your breath. We are complete. Wow, that was so beautiful, Edvige. It is like a spiritual or a higher consciousness spa, a retreat, Mm -hmm. feeling very centered and vibrant, receiving the light codes. Wow, we are pillars of light, feeling so beautiful with that, not much to say and not really wanting to disturb this beautiful essence. I know. Really exquisite. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I know. It leaves you speechless. <laughs> it really does. And everyone will have their own experience. Some will have heated up. Some will have felt chills. Some will have yawned through it. Um Some will have seen colors. Some will have pulsed. It's all divine and perfect. It's wherever you are. It comes to you wherever you are and speaks to yourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. So exquisite. Okay. You are a facilitator, uh, an activator to assist so many in this process in their own lives some common questions that come up from our audience is can we clear can we go through this process ourselves can we clear everything ourselves or is it best to work with a healer you know and that's a wonderful question i think that Certainly, there's aspects of it that we can do on ourselves and that we must, right? Um, But depending on where it is and just how deep it is, sometimes you need the assistance of someone who has been there or they have been given the spiritual gift for a reason. 
and so it's to assist. And so we have to be mindful of that. There are certainly lots of things we can do ourselves. Certainly we have to constantly be diligent with clearing our fields every single day and putting up our shields and our guard every single day. So there are things that we have to do, but to get to those layers, some of those layers are too deep. Some of those layers we don't even know we have. You know, it's so very interesting. I will get someone who, you know, they're just being guided. Well, I don't know. I think I've done enough work. I think I've cleared. And all of us, and they think that it's going to be just a fine tuning or a calibration or bringing in codes. And all of a sudden, I'm taken to this place where there's such trauma, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That was put into a little box that they didn't yeah. know still existed. And so, You just never know. And so the key to this, I think, is really to trust your inner guidance. Your guidance is going to tell you, if you're tuned in, tapped and turned on, your guidance is going to tell you when it's time that you need assistance. You know, for me, oh, my goodness, just yesterday I was speaking to someone in Ethiopia. So it's a constant people from all around the world. Um, So you just listen to this still small voice within that will let you know when it's time that you that you need assistance and in the meantime you surrender and you do the inner work mhm it's always great to have that assistance it's like a little acceleration in our process really great to have someone else holding space and allowing us the the freedom to explore the safety to explore in in that way and it really i mean this all comes back to awareness 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 and the detached observer absolutely and the reality of it is you're not going to be able to turn some of those codes on yourself right you're not going to be Uh able to remove some of those implants yourself um so that's the thing about it. You can get yourself to a point. In fact, you know, I'll have people who have done lots and lots of work, and we get on a call together, and it's just nothing but this beautiful high-energy frequency, and they need a few calibrations. And so it really mm-hmm. is just where you are on your journey really will dictate what you need. Um, so mm-hmm. that's something to to bear in mind. Yes, Okay. Beautiful. All right. Well, you're offering great assistance to people in your light calibration session. Um, I want to give you a moment to talk about what goes on in those 30-minute private sessions with you. Um, You mentioned that there's some light codes that we cannot turn on ourselves. So I'm imagining that you are really assisting people with light codes. Uh, Can you answer... Tell a little bit yeah. of what happens in your light calibration, but are there other times we can turn on, we can ask for our own light codes? You know, that's a really good question. And it, again, depends on where you are. If you're connected to your team, your team's working with you. Because right mm-hmm. now there's so many energies coming around, right, through this great central sun and, and all sorts of things coming in. So it depends how much work you've done on yourself, if you can get them on your own or you need someone to do some, you know, some fine tuning to your calibrations, to your clearings um, to assist. So it just, again, okay. really depends on, on where you are. So a session with me, um, you know, the light language comes to you and speaks to yourselves. So 
it's unique for each person because it's the the mother is going to give you what you need and so the basic things that happen um and it's i will begin to work on chakras and i wait to see what's showing up as far as what is the resistance you have at these particular places um i can feel where there's discomfort, dis-ease in the body, where there's resistance, and we start to work on those things to clear them. And if you've done enough work in clearing, then you will probably get more fine-tuning and calibrations. If you haven't done enough clearing, then it's going to be a whole lot of clearing because the glass has to be half empty for us to put new things in it. So if your glass is already full with stuff, then the focus is going to be on clearing. And so it's a lot like what we just did, but a lot more in-depth. Um, and it's, yeah, it's pinpointing going to different chakras. And some people, the higher chakras are ready to be turned on. So I may go to the zeal point. I may go to the causal chakra. I may go to the soma chakra. I may go to your soul star chakra. So um, it just depends on that person, uh, you know, it's beautiful when we can start to turn on higher chakras. Uh, so mm-hmm. it really is working on all of those things that have to be cleared and doing some basic stuff, cleaning house, that most people don't do on a regular basis for themselves. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so it's very just so precious that people can interface with you on that. Um, those private sessions, are they over Skype, on video, or audio, or phone? Zoom. On Zoom. Zoom. Video, yep. see? That's, that's so, our world is so beautiful there. Uh, and it's just really cool that you can really almost digitally be in the same room with your clients in that sense. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for your service, really. Um, you are truly in service 100% of the time, and we thank you. And so your special offer, of course, is available on this show page, and there's access to the online healing retreat that's six hours on the Ascension Transformation course. It even comes with transcripts. So that is beautiful for people to get closer and more activated with your teachings and your light calibration sessions. Okay, well, we have time to interact with our audience. We'll take a couple of callers here. I would like to go to uh, Dallas, Texas. Last number, phone number ends in 7143. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, first name is Bianca. Hi, Bianca. Hi, thank you for that great um activation that was wonderful you're welcome you're welcome how are you feeling good um one of my questions was how many times can we listen to that as many times as we like or exactly you can't listen to it too many times in fact yeah absolutely you could listen to that every single day and it would work on you at a different level okay Perfect. Um, My main question is I've been working on ancestral um, karma, and I guess I wanted to know, um, I know a lot of this could be very subtle, 
And I wanted to know how would one know that we're going in the right direction energetically with the clearings of ourselves? So how do you feel when you, when I ask you, how are you going as far Mm -hmm. as clearing the lineage, ancestral issues? What's the first Mm -hmm. thing that comes to mind without you overthinking? Lighter. Are you complete in that task, dear one? No, it doesn't feel complete. There you you go. (laughs) Okay. So you continue to do the work that you've been doing, right? And... Mm -hmm. um, peeling away those layers. And the wonderful thing about the ancestral stuff, the lineage, you know, your family then they uh they'll remind you, they're mirrors, aren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. things will come up and you're like, Oh, I thought I had cleared that, but you're annoying me or oh my, you know, what you just said, it offended me. So you get all these these little signals to let you know there's still stuff to work on mm-hmm. and family mm-hmm. has a wonderful way of doing that for us so you just stay in that space of your heart and and that's key to this staying in the space of your heart i cannot emphasize that enough that we you know i remember years ago in fact it was 2011 i driving to at that time i had a store an alkaline water wellness center and as i pulled up mm-hmm. to it i got a flat tire and I was ever so annoyed by this flat tire. I mean, just a simple inconvenience, right? So you wouldn't mm-hmm. think that it was a big deal. But later that night, my husband was out of town. Later that night, in the wee hours of the morning, an outside voice came in and said, disconnect from an uneven temper. And I jumped up. I'm like, oh, my God, who just said that? And the voice said it again, disconnect from an uneven temper. So I got up and I wrote it down. I said, oh, the way I behaved over a flat tire. You see, still reacting instead of moving into the heart space and responding from that space of love. And the voice said, love is all there is. And so how do we know when we don't have anything else to clear? It's when we have disconnected from an uneven temper when we no longer react to people and their stimuli and we can be in that space of our heart and respond from that loving space of oneness that you're simply here to remind me through that contract and I love thank you and bless you for the reminder that you are to me Mm. Make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, that's okay. not the easiest thing to do. You know, it really isn't because that means we're holding ourselves accountable. I've had so many clients where they'll say, you know, I had a really ugly divorce and why was he so awful to me? And what was, you know, and just still holding anger he was like a thorn in my side and i will stop and look at that person and i'll say let's go back to before you came into this incarnation and you're sitting there and you're writing in the pages of your akashic record and this is the bardo realm that's in between lifetimes b-a-r-d-o you can look it up 
and you're sitting there writing in the pages and you're choosing the life lessons that you want based on the karma and the dharma and all these things. And then you get up and you're like, okay, who's going to play that role for me? And your soul group, that family says, hey, I'm going to be that thorn in your side. I love you so much. I will come forward and I will help you become the master because that's why you're here, to come back into harmony, to be the master, and you will learn self-love, you will learn self-worth, you will learn confidence, you see, through me being a thorn in your side. But you forget that, so you come forward and you have this tumultuous relationship, and you're like, I would never have signed up for this. Oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. Why did this happen to me? (laughs) And when she realized oh my gosh, it was a contract, and this soul loves me so much, he agreed to play that role for me, and here I am sitting here saying how much I hate him, when he loves me that much. You see? Mm-hmm. That's, how we, that's why I say we have to expand our perception and see more of the picture, because we look from our little idea of mm-hmm. what it is with filters on with shutters on not understanding that there's so much more to it that you are here to graduate and to become a master so that means you must get the lessons of self-love unconditional love mastery compassion right relationship integrity all of these things and so if you've not mastered those lessons in all the lifetimes you're going to get it all right here and now because your soul wants you to graduate and to get it so that means that you have the most chaos to get through because you didn't do enough work in the previous lifetimes that's all it's about suck it up (laughs) and move through it because that's the reality of what it is you see Yes. I just see the world where everyone is doing that and and I can see new earth and yep. we're getting we're getting we're getting there. We are getting there. Uh it's amazing, you know, even in the dream space. Um I had an interesting dream. This was last night actually. Someone who I guess I could see as competition, right? But that's such a 3D perspective. And so I was able to go, I mean, in the, when I woke up and this was on my mind in the dream space, I used the violet flame, right? Transmuting and clearing the feeling, being there with the feeling. But then what allowed me, uh, I was, I was led to an experience in the dream space where we were friends. We were hanging out together and it was just so beautiful. And that now gives you permission to be abundantly prospered because there is no competition. Everyone is here. Everyone is a piece of the puzzle doing mm-hmm. their their job, their part. And so everyone, there's room for everyone to prosper. And so what a beautiful gift that was to you. And really here in this moment, we say, let your reach go far and wide. Let Ears that have hearts to hear, hear, so that your message of love, of oneness can be far and wide and more and more people find you. So that's my wish for you this day. Beautiful. Ed Vige, it's so special to be here in this time with you. We have time, a real quick moment for one more call. I want to go to our friend Randy and say hello. Hi, Randy. Oh, boy. That was oh, a boy. location. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hi, the Randy. Truth, so, the truth simply flows like a bird song, and the integrity and the feeling tones of this event and all of Lorenz's events, it's it's beyond equation. The, the Isn't it amazing to be in this time? Isn't it just feeling. amazing to be in this time where we can physically feel the love, feel the oneness coming in? I, I mean, it's oozing through me and out into you, Randy. It's so beautiful how we can connect like this, soul to soul, and know that we truly are divine beings, and this truly is the time of our awakening and our ascension, and we are coming to a true time where there is only love and only peace and only harmony and only abundant prosperity, and we never have to think of lack or any of these things that have kept us separated from who we've been all along. It's the most profound thing to be here in this moment with that inner Knowing. Mm. Um, I'm working on reprogramming some DNA that was altered, like GMO, except it's mm-hmm. from FQAD. Mm-hmm. Um, FQAD is uh, you can look it up. Um, but it's like it's like I got GMO'd, and I'm trying to repair that. Where can you go from there? Thank you. I love you. Whoa! Wow. Well, did you just feel that? Um. <gasps> Oh, we're bringing in this beautiful divine light. It's just flooding you. We're flooding you with the emerald ray of healing and putting these beautiful shields around. Clearing those things karmically and contractually. You need to release those contracts, those imprints, those implants, those contracts. Do you call your power back, Randy? I am. I am. I am. Call your power back. We're bringing back your power, your sovereignty, your right to be perfect, whole, complete. Clear. Shishimikitin <gasps> 
Vaisha Nuristeista. Vaisha Nuristeista. Vaisha Nuristeista. Feeling lighter. Whew. How are you doing? Uh, my brain feels uh, surface tension, like like holding a chi ball. You know, you feel the prana, feel the chi. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel that kind of energy surface, like a spider walking on water. Surface tension. That's what I feel in my brain, and 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 and, and my my hands. Are like I'm holding a chi ball. Uh, okay. Thank you. Sensation. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. I'm still. I can still feel it. So. Yeah, my heart is shaking. So we are still going to clear a little bit more, if that's okay, Lauren. Gaia, no, and I'm going to plant a beautiful diamond seed in your heart. <gasps> and that seed's going to grow and clear and clear. Missy, 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 missy. Coach Katayan Matomini Harakasai Matopi Shinirosa, Nahata Ata Ata Shinini Asa. Ah, Shemese Nukutni Hatsa. Balance, there we go, balance. Say, say, Makini, no Ninchkatai Nara, say, say, Mutoto Nishka, Nape, say, Picoto Nishka, Nipato, Tati Gamma, Ichikatoni, Asai, Matochi, Niniti, Aya Naku, Aya Naki Kepe, Toti, Eti Asa. There we go. That feels better. <sighs> now, how are you doing? <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity to share. Um, You're welcome. I, um, I have my hands on my heart, and I'm just going to be peace for a while. And, and I'm grateful. And I'm in love. Absolutely. <laughs> Make sure you, you, you reach out to me, Randy, okay? Thank you, I, and I, I am. Okay, please. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you, Edvige. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, thank you. Yes, all right. Well, we are in love, and we are feeling the harmony and the balance, and it is so beautiful. Edvige, I just want to again thank you for sharing in your solar return energies with us and sharing such a beautiful activation. I am elated personally. I feel really light and expanded and I even have goosebumps. Beautiful. It's been my joy, my honor to be here to just share, right, that this is What's here for each and every one of us when we say yes, we move into our hearts and trust. 
And that's the main thing, if I were to leave you with anything, is just to trust and know and love. Yes, to trust and to know and to love. And it is maybe not so easy, but it is quite simple. And it's so beautiful when we all really embody that and understand it and expand our perceptions. That is new earth, and it's right here around us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ed Beach. So awesome. Ah, Thank you. Till next time, be loved. Know that you matter, that there is purpose and meaning behind each and every one of us. The whole knows you. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Edvige's special offer is available on this webpage and also connection to the online healing retreat, Ascension Transformation. Beautiful programs to take you well on your Ascension Path journey. Edvige, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Thank you, Lauren. Be well. And happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. We like to have fun. So we're all about love as we dance our way tonight, integrating this activation. Try to be in this space. And if it uh, doesn't feel right, just listen to something that does. We'll see you offline. Otherwise, dance with us because we think we're in love.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.